0: Hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, as always, and delighted that you've been able to tune in with us yet again. Now, before we do get into today's show, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share if you can. If you like listening to us on a podcast player, so you can, you know, be on the go, check down below in the link in the description and it'll take you to a website where all the available podcasts that the Thai X-Fact Daily Show is on is there and you can just subscribe to one of them. And finally, if you fancy supporting the show, there's another link down in the description called Buy Me A Coffee and there you can, uh, you know, you can buy us an old cappuccino or a latte or whatever, whatever you like to do and that will all go to the show. Now that that's all done and dusted, we're going to bring to you the top five stories doing the rounds here in Thailand today. Thailand seeks cooperation from neighbors to address cross-border pollution. Thailand is seeking cooperation from neighbouring countries to address cross border air pollution, which is seriously impacting the northern province of Thailand. Spokesperson for the Thai Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Kanchana Pakchuk, said that the Thai Foreign Ministry has coordinated with its ASEAN counterparts and has sought help to solve the problem within the framework of the ASEAN Agreement on Transboundary Haze Pollution. She added that Don also instructed the Thai ambassador in Myanmar to raise Thailand's concerns over the forest fires in the country with their foreign minister and ministry of natural resources and the environmental conservation. She said that the issue was also raised with the ASEAN secretary general also seeking support from member countries and a meeting of countries concerned to discuss the problem. Kanchana said that at the February 28th meeting of ASEAN senior officials for social community and culture it was agreed that a coordinating center to address transboundary pollution should be established and that a new plan for ASEAN cooperation to address the problem should be formulated so as you can see they're really getting on top of it there let's have a few more committees couple of years down the road and then yeah it may be all sorted out but I mean is that any good for the people of Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai and these northern provinces because Chiang Mai has been shrouded in dust with excess of PM 2.5 in many areas yesterday. Chiang Mai is still choked with PM 2.5 dust as the level exceeds 50 microns in many areas particularly in Muang Na sub-district of Chiang Dao district where it was measured at 341 microns at 10 a.m saturday morning. The Geoinformatics Space Technology Development Agency reported 508 hotspots in Chiang Mai yesterday with 379 in Mei Hong San and 335 in Chiang Rai. For the whole country, 3,405 hotspots were detected yesterday compared to 6,424 in Myanmar, 2,987 in Laos and 303 just in Cambodia. In Chiang Mai today, high PM2.5 levels reported at 10 a.m., in various districts around the province. Representatives from all districts have been meeting since this morning at the command centre to try find out more ways to address the haze problem. Results of the meeting are not yet known. In Maesai district in Chiang Rai, which has been blanketed by haze from forest and farm fires in neighbouring countries and locally for more than a week, the Pollution Control Department reported that the average PM2.5 level is 309 micron and is regarded as health-threatening. The haze problem has driven many tourists away, said a vendor at Salem Joy Market in Maesai District, adding that she has no idea when the situation will improve. A tour operator in Changsen District, meanwhile, said that about 20% of advanced bookings for the Mekong River sightseeing tours have been canceled. And of course, they're gonna be canceled. And of course, people are not gonna go. and I think it's very obvious why. Nobody wants to go there to get sick. I read yesterday or somewhere, uh, I forget, one of the news publications, that 12,000 people have been admitted to hospital with uh, various lung conditions in the last week alone in Chiang Mai. So this problem is very serious and it is... Unbelievable to think that the Thai government has done absolutely nothing to help anyone in this situation. Now, we can blame neighboring countries, but if we're going to fix things, you know, and if Thailand were serious, start with fixing things in your own country first. Then you can blame the other countries around you. But when you have burning going on in your own country, you can't start blaming other people in other countries. Fix the problems in your own country first. And then if it's still persistent and still as unhealthy as you you say it's going to be, then you can start to focus on other countries. But fix the issue here in the country for your own people that apparently nobody seems to really care about up there in Chiang Mai and Chiang Rai provinces. It's very, very depressing for those people. And my heart goes out to them. And moving along, and we're moving to Phuket. Officials clarify Phuket-metered taxi fares. The Phuket Info Centre, operated under the Phuket Office of the Ministry of Interior, has issued a notice reminding people of the rates to be charged by metered taxis here in Phuket. The notice issued on March 31st marks the announcement by the Ministry of Transport in 2014 stipulating the metered taxi fares to be charged in Phuket. They have not changed since. The announcement marks the fares that came into effect on August 17, 2014. The fare rates are as follows. The first two kilometres, 50 baht flat fee. Two to 15 kilometres, 12 baht per kilometre. And 15 kilometres or more, that's 10 baht per kilometre. Where the taxi is stuck in traffic or cannot move, or cannot move faster than 5 km per hour, it's 1 baht per minute, is to be charged. Ordering a taxi via a call centre allows an extra fee of 50 baht to be charged in addition to the amount shown on the fare meter. Flag fall for being picked up at Phuket International Airport is another hundred baht in addition to the amount shown on the fare meter. Of note, the regulation posted specifically noted that if applied to meter taxi registered in Phuket, it did not mention that it is to be charged by meter taxis not registered in Phuket. Now, if we compare this to Bangkok, now, although meter taxi fees in Phuket have not increased in the past nine years, they still exceed those charged in Bangkok, even after meter taxis in the capital were increased two months ago the department of land transport announced on january 13th the official tariff structure for bangkok registered taxis which is under 1 kilometer 35 baht 40 for big taxis 1 to 10 kilometers 6.5 baht per kilometer 10 to 20 7 baht 20 to 40 8 40 to 60 8.5 60 80 kilometers 9 per kilometer. Over 80 kilometers, that would be 10.5 bat per kilometer. Time in congested traffic or in traffic with speed under 6 kilometers per hour is tariffed at 3 baht per minute. Flag fall for calling a taxi via a call center costs 20 baht, while surcharge for Don Muang and Suvarnabhumi Airport is 50 baht. Now, most taxis in Phuket are referred to as green plate taxis, as they are fitted with green and white license plates. Green plate taxis do not use fare meters, that's just to remind everybody. Instead, through negotiation with provincial officials, a list of standard maximum fares have been agreed upon. The list of green plate fees were announced in 2021. While the fares agreed to were supposed to be the maximum, Jatawan Kewa Kasa, chief of the Phuket Land Transport Office, at the time admitted that the fares were open to negotiation. And that just shows you kind of the state of affairs in relation to taxis here in Phuket. A, an island that is overpopulated. An island that has too many cars on the road, where you sit in traffic all day long which we could probably compare to Bangkok, has fees far greater for taxi fares than Bangkok has, the capital city. It it also confirms what a lot of people will say to you, people who have lived in Bangkok and Phuket, that Phuket is, in essence, far more expensive than living in Bangkok. The cost of living is exceptionally high here in Phuket. And one of the things I have noticed, it's very hard to find a meter taxi, by the way, And just to let you know, half of them won't turn on the meter. They don't want to. They want to charge you because they don't want to follow those fares. And, I mean, as we spoke about in the last day in the last show, I just don't ever see it changing. I don't think there's going to be much. Taxi drivers just bitch and complain. They cause problems. They harass people. They use violence, intimidation, and they get away with it. And it continues on here, and nobody does a single thing about it. And they just go, every, every time there's an incident, it's put down to a misunderstanding. never seen so many misunderstandings in my entire life. Nevertheless, that's how it is in Phuket, where taxis are more expensive than the capital city of the country. Moving along, and kind of a follow-up on a story that we brought to you a couple of weeks ago. Foreigners arrested, property seized in child sex trafficking raids. Police have arrested three foreigners for paying for sex with a minor following further investigation into a child sex trafficking ring exposed when a bar in Patong was raided earlier this month. Deputy National Police Chief, Police uh, Major General Surachat Hakparn announced the news at a meeting held at Region 8 Police Headquarters at the northern end of Phuket. The three arrested and charged for the offence were named as Paul Herbert Corbett, sixty seven from Australia, Max Ramsamy, sixty eight from France, and Mutu Pan forty four from China. Three other suspects wanted for the same offence had already fled the country, General Surachat said. The suspects were named as Jeffrey Lin Aman fifty and Jesse Demian forty nine both from the USA and Hamed Salah Balobid. 40 from Saudi Arabia those three escaped now they were three that are being are wanted for having sex with underage children arrests warrants have been issued and police are pursuing their arrest he said officers have found that the velvet bar located in soy sea dragon off bangla road and raided on march 15th was registered as as operating under the company arum buluang co limited the company operated three more bars in Batong as part of the child sex trafficking network, Major General Surachat said. The bars were named as Model Bangla Beach and Strip Phuket Bar. Arrest warrants have been issued for five company directors. Police have arrested four of them, including Benjamin Kratchiao and Supaporn Lyons. He said, Ronnie Peterhitch, a foreigner named as a company director, had already fled the country. Efforts were underway to help have Interpol issue a red notice for his arrest, he said. The charges against the directors include breach of the Foreign Business Act for using nominees, he noted. The raid on the Velvet Bar in Patong had led to 36 raids in 10 provinces across Thailand, Major General Surachat explained. We served several warrants at 36 locations in 10 provinces including Bangkok, Nonthaburi, Chonburi, Prachinburi, Nakhon Sawan, Nakhon Ratchasima, Surin, Ratchaburi, Pechaburi, and Phuket. We have seized 52 bank accounts which had a turnover of 100 million Thai baht, he said. The Anti-Money Laundering Office, Department of Business Development and Ministry of Commerce had all assisted with the police operation, he noted police had seized assets worth in total 22 million baht, including two townhouses together worth 7 million baht, a condo worth 5, four plots of land worth 10 million and four motorbikes worth 500,000 baht, he added. Six girls have been rescued and taken into care following the raid on the Velvet Bar and the further investigations Major Generet confirmed. Police have identified 109 customers who had paid for sex with minors. Most of them were foreigners paying 10000 baht a time he said. Since the investigation had been expanded another four victims have been found and taken into care bringing the total number of girls rescued from the child sex trafficking network to 10 he added. Police will continue to look for more people involved in child sex trafficking and seize their assets to stop them from repeating the same business. The seized assets will be spent on helping the victims once the case is closed. Not mentioned in the office report of the meeting chaired by Major General Suratay yesterday was that the five top-ranking police at Patong Police Station including Patong Police Chief Colonel Sujin Nilabi have been transferred immediately pending further investigation into child sex trafficking ring operating in the Patong Police Area. No updates have been provided since the five officers were transferred on March 16th. So that is basically an update on that whole seeded, s- disgusting story that what seems to be, from what people have told me, well known it's been going on there a long time. Now, another issue here, of course, is, or not another issue, but what's the best way to describe this? A lot of these girls that are, let's say, sold into this sex trafficking ring, it's it's done by their families to make money. And that's why they're sending these girls with people they apparently know to Phuket and other places. I, I, I think it's absolutely he- heinous. It's a disgusting crime. The people involved should get long prison sentences. And uh, it just should not be allowed. I mean, Patong, Phuket likes to play itself off as a world-class destination. It likes to talk about all the positive things. But in essence, the only reason this was found out about, and let's be very honest about it, was an American non-profit organization was investigating it and they reported it to the police. Not to the police, sorry, to another branch of the police. Not the Patong police. That is the reason this was found out about. It wasn't because of good detective work by the Thai police department. It wasn't because they were doing their jobs. It wasn't because they cared about their citizens. It was only because an American non-profit found out about it and reported it, and obviously reported it true. I would say probably the embassy in in Bangkok as well, and they were forced to do something about it. And that is my personal opinion on it. Well, it's not personal opinion, to be quite frank. That's what happened. That was the only reason it was reported that they they did that they followed up on it. And it just shows you really they only take action when the backs are to the wall and a reputation could be ruined. So we but let's look like we're all in on it. And you know I, I you can't say anything about the police major general himself. You know, uh, Mr. Big Joke, which he's known as. I mean, he's following up on it. But you can only be as good as the people that you have working for you in the, in the police force. And the police force here in Thailand get a rough time. Uh, they get dogged on a lot. And they deserve it most of the time. Because I think a lot of them forget that their job is to protect their communities. But they don't seem to. And they don't seem to care until, well, it's in the newspapers and on the TV and making world headlines. And that, to me, is a little bit sad. Now, moving along. Another strange one I came across. Chinese Christians have been detained in Bangkok. More than 60 self-exiled Chinese Christians who were arrested in Pattaya for overstaying their visas are now at a police facility in Bangkok awaiting the authorities' next move. Human rights organizations are appealing to Thailand not to deport the 32 adults and 31 children who belong to the Shenzhen Holy Reformed Church saying they would face persecution in China. The group was arrested at a resort in Pattaya on Thursday. Thursday and detained overnight. The 32 adults appeared in court in on Friday and were each fined 1,500 baht for overstaying their visas. Two American citizens who have been helping the group were briefly held but not placed under arrest, said police Tawee Kutlang, chief of the Nong Pru police station. He said that the Chinese group would likely not be deported back to China. No, there won't be that thing. It's not going to happen, he told Banar News. We did not charge all of them because they were children as well. They were charged with overstaying their visas, staying too long, and not renewing their visas. Thailand is not a signatory to the 1951 Refugee Convention, but the non-refoulement principle under international human rights law states that people cannot be sent back to a country where they are likely to be persecuted, tortured, mistreated, or have their human rights violated. After the court appearance on Friday, the group members were placed in two buses to be driven to Bangkok. A drive that would normally take two hours took closer to five hours because the passengers forced the buses to stop. They got out by the roadside saying they feared they were being driven to Swanapum Airport to be repatriated. And that's according to AP Press. Only after receiving reassurances by phone did the group continue their journey, arriving early Saturday morning at the Royal Thai Police Sports Club on Vipwadi Rangsit Road, which has space for a large number of detainees. The main immigration detention centre off Satan Road, where some detainees, including Uyghurs fleeing China, have languished for years, is notoriously overcrowded. Members of the Shenzhen Holy Reformed Church, also called the Mayflower Church, came to Thailand in 2022 from Jizhou and uh, South Korea where they had been staying since fleeing China in 2019. They submitted applications for asylum to the UN High Commissioner for Refugee in Bangkok in September last year. And the story just basically goes on about that and how no decision has been made on their case here in thailand a little bit sad i think thailand certainly should not deport the people i think they should do more to protect people but of course we all know that thailand seems to be very much in the favor of china a lot of time and do what their you know big brother tells them to do and it's kind of an unfortunate thing um i'm not sure what's going to happen to these people but of course we'll keep our eye on it and we'll you know we'll let you know and update you on the story And before I get into the next and final story, I just want to bring you some information I just spotted literally as I was doing the show. The 45 day visa exempt entry program is finished as of today. You now get 30 days visa exempt or visa waiver like before. So the 30 day visa and then the 30 day visa and arrival program for the 17 countries. That buy one for 2,000 baht when they show up here goes back to 15 days like it was before. And just let me clarify that one more time again. The the visa exempt, when you arrive here in Thailand from many countries, you, uh, up until... Today, you are getting 45 days instead of 30. It was basically extended during COVID and you would get 45 days instead of 30 stamped in your password. That will now be going back to 30 days. And obviously, if you want to stay another 30 days while you're in the country, you can go down to immigration, pay 1,900 baht and you'll get extended for another 30 days. For the visa on arrival from 17 countries, including I think Russia is in that, you will now only get two weeks, 15 days, sorry, 15 days for the 2000 bat. Since COVID, you were getting 30 days for the 2000, but it's been brought back now officially to what it was before COVID and everything else started. Now, it may change in the next few days or in the next week. You know, it's a weekend, so the government probably didn't think about extending it because there was talk about extending it, but that has not happened. So uh, just bear that in mind if you are coming to Thailand. From one of those 17 countries you will be only getting 15 days and i believe you can only extend it by seven here in the country as well for the visa on arrival and finally heat waves spark health fear the thai meteorological department on friday urged citizens to be aware of the heat especially vulnerable groups as the weather is expected to remain hot and sunny until early may can't be a bad thing, can it? The TMD Director General said that the temperatures in Thailand will remain high this summer, with the Mercury tipped to climb to forty three degrees Celsius Celsius in the north and northeast, while the Central Plains region and the east will remain or will see similar temperatures of up to forty two degrees Celsius. The four provinces uh, to feel the heat will be Sukhothai, Tak, Lampang and Son. Miss Champari warned elderly and obese people to avoid working or exercising outdoors during this period to avoid any risk of heat stroke. The director of the Institute of Geriatric Medicine said people who subject themselves to those conditions could see their body temperature exceed 40.5 degrees Celsius, potentially leading to dizziness, slow reflexes, and even seizures. To minimize the risk of heat stroke for the elderly, he urged them to stay indoors in a well-ventilated areas if possible, stay hydrated, and take regular cold showers. Anyone showing signs of heat stroke should immediately be placed on their back with clothes loosened in a ventilated room. Dr. Tong Shai, Director General of the Department of Medical Services, said that people are unlikely to perish, but it pays to take precautions as symptoms can be alarming and require care. Dr. Tanabun, a neurologist at the Neurological Institute of Thailand, said most fatalities linked to heat stroke tended to have a comorbidity such as heart disease or hypertension. Yeah, so... It is hot here in Thailand at the moment. I I think, um, God, the last few days have really ratcheted up. So at the moment in Phuket, where I am, it's 28 degrees Celsius. I'm recording the show the night before at 8 p.m. here. So it's pretty hot. And um, yeah, we're expecting rain later on tonight as well. So we'll see if that happens. But the highest temperature here in Phuket for over the next week is 33 degrees. That's it. 33 a high of, and the low will hit around 25. So there are the temperatures here in the southern provinces, which... Uh are okay, but it's still very, very hot and uh, a lot of tourists around the place are, are struggling with the heat. But that's what you should expect when you come to the beautiful country of Thailand in high season. Lots of warmth because you're escaping the cold winter of your own country. Nevertheless, that's it for today, folks. Thanks again for tuning in all as always, and we'll see you tomorrow with another show. Anyway, have a great day and stay safe out there.